switching to Geico is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, Geico makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, Geico has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to Geico. It's obviously a good idea. You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. International success coach and noted author, Constance Arnold, delivers life-changing strategies through her own spiritual practices, as well as with best-selling authors and experts that she interviews. Think, Believe, and Manifest is specially designed to empower your mind and words to work for you and to bring about a life you've been dreaming of. And now, here's Constance Arnold. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. And of course, I am Constance Arnold, host of the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show. And today, I am broadcasting from uh, summertime. And the living is easy, Atlanta, Georgia. So grateful that you're joining me from all over the world today. And, you know, guess what? I always say it's a setup and the spirit has attracted you here so that you can receive, you know, just that one answer that you need for your life. I always say all it takes is one word, one one insight, one aha moment. I had one this morning, as a matter of fact, one one direction, one instruction that will radically change your life. Well, I am doing well here in the ATL. I love that that rhymes. Uh, It is summertime here. And can y'all believe that we are slowly approaching September? So interesting. So amazing. Well, um, I'm going to get right to it. Uh, I have a very special guest Zara Mahone, and she's going to be talking to us. Uh, she is a law of attraction expert, a law of attraction coach. And one of the main questions I'm going to be asking, and she's going to answer for you, can you use the law of attraction to win the lottery? You got to stay tuned. But she's going to be really teaching us some powerful principles from her unlimited 40-day law of attraction uh, workout book. All right, so I'm excited to hear what she has to say. Well, guys, follow me on social media. Y'all know I am on TikTok proving something to myself. I almost have 200 followers, yay. So uh, make sure you go there and follow me. I'm on Instagram. I am Law of Attraction Constance. I'm on Facebook, Coach with Constance, and on Twitter, LOA Constance. So follow me, and I'm really sharing some juicy stuff. You know, speaking of juicy stuff, I have really had some great shows over the last 30 days. And if you have not listened to them, 
I want you to go back and listen. I believe that there are just some, some wisdom nuggets there for you. Last week, I had Miss Rashida, and she was sharing her mastermind testimony. And by the way, guys, my mastermind, I think I'm going to begin it in September. So I'm only going to limit it to, I made up my mind, 10 people. I just want 10 so that it can be small and intimate. So I want you to be looking out for that. And this is the last week for you to purchase my buy one coaching year, get another one free. You already know that I'm gifting you. I'm not giving you. I'm gifting and investing in you $3,000. And so I have an installment plan for you. You can go to my website. You've heard me talk about it. Buy one yearly coaching session. I'm giving you one absolutely free. You're going to be getting a total of 24 sessions. And I'm going to begin coaching those people who make that purchase in September. So uh, visit my website, fulfillingyourpurpose.com and take advantage of that. I have a special installment plan for you and uh, it is worth the investment. So let me take a sip of water. I want you to tell at least five people, share this on your social media platform. Talk about the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show. If this show has shifted and changed you, I would love for you to come on the air and share your story. Share your testimony so that we all can be blessed. Also, this is a great opportunity for you to make your donation to the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show. My belief is whatever is blessing you, you bless back. You can cash app me at dollar sign Constance Arnold, or you could go to my website and, and hit the donate button and go through PayPal. The quickest way to bring about a shift and change in your life, guess what it is? Giving. All right, so let me answer this listener's question. She said, Constance, I know you have answered this question a million times. I probably have. But could you please help me? So I'm going to be answering this question, everybody, but I'm going to be sharing universal principles that you can use. I'm from the U.S. and I currently live in Canada. I've been dating, but it doesn't seem like anything is happening. I keep choosing the same partner. I am so sick and tired of this, and I'm ready for love. You often talk about healing your soul so that you can attract love. What do you mean by that? Okay, and I'm going to say healing your soul so that you can change your manifestation. I'm going to say this up front. You cannot manifest the new being the old version of yourself. Or I could say you cannot manifest the new in an old vibration. Or you cannot manifest something different uh, in old belief systems, however you want to say it. So my dear, let me just share with you. 
you have two programs running at the same time. You have your conscious program of I want love, I want money, you know, whatever the desire is. But then you have that second program running 24-7 in the back of your mind or in your subconscious. All right. And so you are making the same choices because you are attracting from your soul. And I didn't read all of her email, everybody. That sounds like you need to take a look at, at your belief systems, at your mindsets and your paradigms. So it's no need to judge yourself. You were very hard on yourself in the letter. I'm not judging you. Uh, so your soul is your, your will, your emotions, your memories, your past experiences, anything that's ever happened to you, your subconscious mind and your soul records that. And it's tattooed on your subconscious and it sort of like comes, it, it sort of like becomes your default DNA, even though you don't know it. So really you are choosing energies, beliefs, and stuff that's sort of been swept under your, I won't say swept under the rug, but I want to say that's been swept under your subconscious, which rules your behavior. So the question is, why do you keep making the same choices? And I want to say to everybody in love, uh, we're wired for love. All right. But my dear, it sounds like that you have a lot of unresolved stuff. So you want love, you desire love, but you are probably choosing from a place of feeling unworthy for love. No doubt about it, just from reading your email, that who you are is not enough, etc. And so I want to say that the role model that you have for a romantic relationship and that all of us have is it is mirrored by what we saw in our parents. This is a no blame game here, y'all. So I always say you become like one parent or you attract the other. And so if you are looking for love outside of yourself, if you've been hurt, shut down emotionally, if you do not love, honor, and value yourself, if you don't feel great about yourself, if you are starving for love, if you were abandoned as a child, somebody said, Constance, I didn't realize how much this childhood stuff keeps coming up. You may be grown, but your subconscious is really whatever you have experienced, you are operating from that. And so it's staying in relationships too long, uh, desiring approval, not val valuing and honoring yourself. You cannot go to a man or a partner asking them to give you something that you're not giving yourself. Okay, so, so just from your email, it sounds like you have a lot uh, of unresolved stuff, and we all do, because you attract who you are and not what you want. And remember, all of your choices go back to, to your, your belief systems, etc. So how can you heal your, heal your soul? 
I believe that you can hear yourself by number one, becoming aware something's not right. Why do I keep making the same choices? Stop looking for love outside of you. Take the time and energy to heal your soul. I remember the lady who wrote uh, Attracting Your Soulmate. I see her in my mind, but right now I can't think of her name. But anyway, one of the main things she said she did was she went in and did her own inner cleaning and inner healing. How do you do that? You heal your soul through awareness, through support groups, through mastermind, through counseling, through coaching, through books. You know, there are many different ways. You heal your soul by changing your by identifying first <clears throat> and then changing your paradigms, your mindset and beliefs about who you are, your beliefs about being worthy, valuable, uh, deserving, etc. Those are all soulish issues. Once your soul is healed, you will have a new program running in the background. Remember that second program? which is your subconscious program that directs all of your behaviors unconsciously. And you will be living from a transformed mind and soul. And so your choices will change. So the number one question people ask me, how long is this going to take? It don't have to take long, but it will take some time. Because as long as you are looking to the outside, looking for someone to come and rescue you, looking for someone to give to you what you are not giving yourself, it is codependent and dysfunctional. But the good news is we like good news, y'all, right? The good news is, young lady, that once you go in and you begin to love yourself, get a new vision for who you are, then your choices will begin to change. Because the truth is, you never choose any higher than how you see yourself. You know, I, I could teach on that all day. I can tell how you how much you value and honor yourself by your choices. Think about that. Well, I'm not going to get too deep on y'all. I already have. So I hope that that answers your question. And if any of you have a question and you want to be coached live on the show, don't be scared or you could send me an email at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. I think that is all I want to say. Is that how I want to end this? Yeah, I guess the last thing I want to reiterate is you cannot manifest the new being the old version of yourself. That comes with money, you know, with the career, with, with, with buying a new home, with whatever you desire, it's an inside job. Okay, everybody, I'm going to these quick commercials and then I'm going to be right back. 
For the past 30 years, Constance Arnold has coached clients globally in the areas of relationships, wealth, and career. Her vast clinical background gives her extraordinary understanding of human behavior to accelerate manifestation. Every coaching client receives proven action plans to create change from the inside out. Constance will be right by your side. Talk to her today at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Do you have an upcoming event where you need a dynamic speaker? Constance Arnold is a sought-after keynote speaker that will enlighten the entire audience with proven strategies that are aligned with your organization's vision and mission. An experienced speaker for major Fortune 500 companies, Constance has entertained audiences with inspiring change. Constance would love to make your next event an extraordinary success. Contact her today at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Well, everybody, I'm back and I am excited and I know what y'all saying. Constance, you're always excited and I am. That's a good thing, right? Uh, my very special guest today, hope I pronounce her name right, is Zara Mahone. And she has uh, extensive personal and professional experience on the subject of the law of attraction and manifestation. That's why she's here today. Uh, she is a master mindset and law of attraction coach um, and a manifestation expert. She has authored, get ready, drum roll please, 12 books. And she is the creator of the Unlimited 40-Day Law of Attraction Workout and the Unlimited Universe Mastermind. Uh, she is the owner of Unlimited Life, which provides law of attraction strategies for a happy and successful life. She's coming in to us from beautiful Ontario, Canada. So Zara, welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Did I pronounce your name right? Absolutely. Oh, oh, thank you, God, for answering my prayer. How are you? How are you doing today? Fabulous. And I'm so excited to be here with you. Thank you so much for having thank me. Thank you. Well, let's get right into it. Tell us, a, tell listeners a little bit about who you are and how in the world did you get into the law of attraction? Then I got tons of questioners that I know my listeners want to hear your answers. Awesome. Um, I'll, it can be a very long story, so I'll make it as short as well. I we, can. we want the short version, Sarah. <laughs> short version. Short version is that my life was a mess. I needed a solution, and all the solutions that I came by were pricey, and I had no money. So I needed a solution that didn't involve money. Law of attraction was it. Uh, that's the short version. We're going to talk about money. Okay, so since you have a, you are a law of attraction expert, what do you feel like just generally share with us general concepts around the law of attraction, what it is, how it works, and then we can get into to some more specifics. For sure. Law of attraction says that um, your emotions are the key to what you manifest. Thoughts are important only to the extent that thoughts produce emotion inside us. If your thought was bland and it was not productive of emotion, it would mean nothing. So this is why when somebody, maybe uh, someone that you care about, you hug them and you say, oh, I love you. But if you don't actually feel the love, you haven't communicated anything. You know, that is so interesting. 
out of everybody I've interviewed, I've never heard that particular definition. So it sounds like emotions are key. Yes, emotions are the key. The, the only reason thoughts are important is because your thoughts are the tool that help you generate emotion. Huh. That is so good. So, so we're dealing with listeners all over the world. So what would you say is the law of attraction formula or what's the format? Where, where should a person begin? You said that you needed something because you didn't have any money. We're going to talk about money later. But where should a person begin with the law of attraction? Wherever they need help. Begin wherever you need help. Whatever subject in your life needs attention, begin there. Begin by accepting, first of all, that you are responsible for everything, every little thing that has ever happened to you. Because if you refuse to take responsibility, then you cannot understand the connections that are creating the life you're living because those connections are not visible to you. They are not things, those connections cannot be identified using your five senses. They are non-physical connections. So in order to understand those connections, you have to accept first that you really are responsible and that there is there are connections that are happening that you were not aware of because you could not decipher or interpret them with your five senses. So we're always creating. And so everybody needs to, let's just deal with money first, okay? okay. Uh, so if somebody needs more money, they need to first understand that, you know, that they're the creator, they're the manifester, they can change and manifest anything yes. what would be the next thing that they would do i want to talk about those subconscious unconscious beliefs that we have what role does that play in our manifestation oh my god <laughs> um big discussion okay um everyone talks about the subconscious mind and beliefs that are in your subconscious mind the problem is that no one tells you that your conscious mind is actually the doorman to your subconscious. And if you can't convince your conscious mind, you cannot convince your subconscious mind. Your conscious mind will not let a new thought enter your subconscious unless you convince your conscious mind that that new thought is valid. So how do we convince our conscious mind? If it's the doorman, it's the doorway, Hypothetically, if somebody wants more financial increase, how do they get, you know, convince that conscious mind that, okay, let me, let me get down in there and that subconscious mind, what would that look like? It comes with creating possibilities. You see, the conscious mind says, if you're, if you want to believe that you can manifest money, you have to convince your conscious mind that you can because other people have done it. Because if you tell your conscious mind, I can manifest anything I want, your conscious mind is going to say, oh, but wait a second, you wanted that thing and you weren't able to manifest it and you wanted that thing and it didn't happen. You wanted money that time and that time and that time and you weren't able to get money. So what makes you think you can manifest money now? This is a lie. 
And therefore, I am not letting this lie get into your subconscious because your subconscious is sacred. That subconscious, the information in your subconscious is, is what controls what happens, how you react to things. So I'm not going to let this piece of useless information enter your subconscious mind. Convince me that this is true. And so how you go about convincing yourself is by saying, oh, look at that. Look at Bob Proctor. He had nothing and he created so much. Look at Jack Canfield. He created this and look at that person and look at that person. Look at examples of people who have done what you want. And that will convince your mind, your conscious mind that the possibility exists. So then your conscious mind is going to say, okay, that makes sense. That person was in the same kind of situation as you. They could do it. So maybe you can do it too. Okay, let's work with that. I love the way you phrased that. You know, you, I noticed you had a video I've watched on how to win the lottery. So do you feel that like money or manifesting money is like one of the big things? Can people manifest big chunks of money or millions? What's your take on that? Absolutely. You can. If, if, you, if you let go of all attachment to the outcome. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where there's a snag. Because for most of us, the minute we buy that lottery ticket, we have attachment to the outcome. We want to win. And we, we keep buying those tickets in the hope that we will one day win. But when you take score, when you say, okay, um, where's my stuff? You're actually pushing the thing that you want further away from yourself. And then one day people do win. And that's because they they just made it a a part of their grocery list. They didn't attach any outcome to it, you know? So winning the lottery was no longer a big, huge thing for them. It was just, you know, one of those things that I do every Friday, I go and buy lottery tickets. So now you don't have that depth of desire attached to it. And when you don't have that depth of desire attached to it, it becomes easier. Because if, if, if you buy the lottery ticket, you know, especially when the lottery in the U.S. gets like one billion or something oh, yeah. like that, you know, people are like, wow, if I win the lottery, then I'm going to be able to do go on a vacation and do all yeah. of that. And there's a lot of attachment to that. Yes. And th- they're waiting for it to come on at 11 o'clock and say, what are the numbers? And they're looking exactly. at it. And so you're saying just buy it. And just believe that God or spirit of the universe is just a myriad of ways that abundance can get to you. Is that what we're saying? That's what we're saying. Let me give you like a visual that really um, expands on this and explains it. Imagine that uh, there's a door and this is your money door. If you can open this door, money is going to flow in. Money is standing behind that door. Now, you can't open the door because the door is blocked by these big boxes. I call them belief boxes. They are big and massive and heavy, and you can't move them. They are full of your negative beliefs about the subject of money. And you don't even know that these beliefs exist because they don't sprout to the surface. They are in your subconscious mind. 
So your conscious mind does not have an awareness of all the beliefs that the subconscious has that are preventing you from getting what you want. So you can start opening those boxes, emptying them out and getting them out of the way, or you have a choice. Just leave that door alone because you have so many negative beliefs about the subject of money. Leave that door alone and go find the door that has joy written on it or love written on it and open that door because the door to joy, the door to love doesn't have any obstruction. You are capable of looking out your window and appreciating nature. You are capable of appreciating the sky, the trees, etc. So if you open the doorway to joy all the way, guess what is going to flow in? Some money? Yes. <laughs> yes. Because, because why do you want money? You want money because you think you will use it to get things that will give you joy. But you go to the wrong door, that door is obstructed. And maybe you can pull it open just an inch so a little bit of money trickles through. But the big avalanche of money that you want, it can't come through a door that is blocked with negative beliefs. And you don't even know what those negative beliefs are. That so how can you so work on them? Good. Right? You can't work on something that you don't know is there. You, in order to work on your negative beliefs, you need to find a coach or someone who's going to help you identify those beliefs and then work them out of your system. If you're doing this on your own, just forget about it and walk over to the door that has love written on it. You, you can find something to love. I mean, I make a joke of it and I say, I love omelets. So all I have to do is, all I have to do is get on a rant of appreciation for omelets and my ability to cook amazing, make amazing omelets. That is so powerful. So joy, gratitude, appreciation, all of those high vibrations. That's open right. other doors. Yes. But you think about it. We started there. What is love? It is not a thought. Love is an emotion. What is joy? Joy is not a thought. Joy is an emotion. But in order to feel the emotion, you have to use thought. And that is why mm -hmm. most people say your thoughts manifest. That's not true. Your emotions <coughs> manifest. Okay. Your emotions uh -huh. manifest. Your thoughts create the emotion. That is so good. So talk about gratitude. Well, gratitude helps us to feel the emotion of peace within, feel the emotion of satisfaction, mm -hmm. feel, feel content, feel that everything is looked after. So gratitude is what helps us to start trusting because when you can feel satisfaction inside, what does satisfaction mean? Satisfaction means I have no angst. It doesn't mean I don't have desire. I have desire, but I don't have angst. So I am moving towards my desire without resistance, without roadblocks. And that's what gratitude helps us to get to. It helps us to get to a place of 
satisfaction. So how can we raise our vibration? If you're like me 20 years ago, where my life was complete, that's okay. <laughs> you know, uh, my life was a complete mess. Um, I couldn't find gratitude inside my life. I knew I needed to practice gratitude and appreciation, but my life was such a big mess. I could not find any appreciation in my life. So I turned to nature. I went on long walks. I talked to the trees. I appreciated the birds, the flowers. I appreciated nature. And I had no attachment to the outcome because I wasn't asking nature to do something for me. I wasn't asking the trees to win the lottery for me. I was just pure, purely in love with um, feasting my eyes on their beauty. And so you can find appreciation no matter how horrible your life looks. Look for that appreciation outside of your life and you will find it. So what about people who, who are saying the law of attraction is not working for me? Things are not manifesting. What would you say to them? I would say to them that they haven't connected all the dots. And I would furthermore say to them that if they keep saying to themselves that law of attraction doesn't work, or if they doubt law of attraction, then the feeling that they're feeling is a feeling of things not coming together. And if you have that feeling, then things will not come together because your feelings manifest. So, so you talk a lot about feelings. So when people are visualizing, is it the emotion behind the images? Yes. that make things happen. Expound on that for us. Absolutely. It is always the emotion that manifests. So if you're creating a visualization or a vision board, and in that visualization, you are feeling the how far away you are from the thing that you want, mm. then you're actually hurting yourself by doing that visualization or creating that vision board. Because it's not producing the feeling of joy. Mm -hmm. It is producing the feeling of failure. I want this and it's too far away. I want it and it's too far away. That's what you're saying to yourself. So you're pushing it even further away. So how can people begin to feel like if they want to attract love, which is the second most popular thing that of course over 12 years that people have asked me, how can they feel love when maybe they hadn't been on a date in three years? What would that, how could they begin to move towards that gradual? Well, you see, here's the thing. The vibration of love is the vibration of love. The universe will respond to the vibration, whether you generated that vibration by appreciating an omelet mm -hmm. or appreciating the person you had a date with. <clears throat> Doesn't matter the universe is responding to the emotion. That's good. That's good answer. So if somebody is loving the omelet, loving the beautiful day, loving their dog, loving that they're healed and whole, that love will attract to them, can attract to them that relationship. Is that Everything what we're saying? Yes, exactly. 
everything that you want comes to you when you can appreciate and feel love and joy. Hmm, that is so good. So are there law of attraction mistakes? And yes. what do you feel like those are? And share with listeners how we can make, make that shift. I have made <clears throat> each and every one of those mistakes. <laughs> I actually wrote a book called Manifesting Mistakes that, uh, okay. that has an account of all the mistakes I made, 16 of them with solutions. Um, there are was so a couple. Of <laughs> so there are so many. First, one of the big ones that a lot of people who don't really understand law of attraction talk about is that law of attraction um, says that action is not required. That is not true. Law of attraction does not say action is not required. Law of attraction says you can struggle your way through action towards what you want, mm -hmm. or you can glide your way towards what you want through action. So the action that you take can be a struggle or it can be fun and easy. So, so, so how can we glide? It, 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 let's just use money again. If we if we die desiring to manifest more money, some people may say, "I got to get a second job. I have to do this or that." And you know, on the internet, the the word is, "You got to hustle and grind." That's the word for millennials. Yes. I love all of my millennials. I'm throwing y'all a kiss, but there has to be an easier way. What's the difference between that and gliding? Well, you see, it, it comes down to those beliefs that you have got stored if your belief is that money can come only come through hard work and the hustle and grind then you have closed all other doors through which money can come it will only come to you through your hustle and grind so the main thing is to say money can come to me effortlessly and actually believe it if you say the words without believing them then the universe cannot respond because if you, if you tell a lie, you feel bad. It doesn't feel good. You don't jump up and down with joy. The universe is very discerning and the universe can discern even a slight, tiny little bit of shift in your emotional state. The better you feel, the better response you get from the universe. So our job is to go from a place of feeling either fear or doubt all the way up the emotional scale to feeling love and joy. So talk about that emotional scale and why is that important? The emotional concept of emotional scale comes from Abraham Hicks. Um, it's basically just a way to measure the direction that you need to take in your thinking. That's all it is. It's like a GPS. So in a GPS, you coordinate where you are, where you want to go, and then the GPS tells you whether or not you're on the right path. Mm -hmm. The emotional scale is like a GPS. If you're feeling anger or frustration, that means that you are moving away from the thing that you want. So you need to feel a little bit better. When you feel a little bit better, you can go from feeling blame for someone having spoiled something to you. When you go from blame to anger, you actually feel better. When you go from anger to revenge, you actually feel better because you feel 
more empowered. The trick is to keep going up the emotional scale. What happens to most people is they get to anger and they say, oh, I shouldn't be angry. Anger is bad. They go back down the emotional scale. So they go back down to feeling powerless. Yeah. What you have to do is to acknowledge the feeling, validate the feeling that the feeling is actually true and you are entitled to it, but then keep going up the emotional scale by soothing yourself through your self-talk by saying things like things will work out no matter what happens things always work out for me it's constant it's like when we are little kids or if you have children you can relate to this when a child falls and they hurt themselves the parent goes and puts their arms around the child and says don't worry it's going to be fine right right when when we become adults and we leave home, we, take a, we lose that ability of the parent to soothe us, but we, then we don't soothe ourselves either. You see, we have to take over that soothing um, role and we don't do that. So when you make a mistake, you've got to say things like, it's going to be okay. It's That's going to good. be fine. So we, we don't express love for ourselves. There's no self-love. If you say, you horrible person, you made a mistake. You shouldn't have done that. That's like the parent who says, you made a mistake. I will never let you forget it. Oh. How, did we, how did we feel when things like that happened, right? Not good. Exactly. So, so if you feel not good when you meet up on yourself, you're going down the emotional scale. You have to start saying things like, it's okay. Everyone makes mistakes. And those things are true. Everyone does make mistakes. There are other people who have made the same mistakes I've made, and they have found a solution. I can be like them. I can go and look for those people. I can read about them. I can, I can find out what they did. And that will help me to do the same. You have to have empowering self-talk, not self-talk that says, stupid you, you shouldn't have done that. So, so, so you mentioned self-talk. Should people set aside time for self-talk or should they just, they just be cognizant and aware all day long what they're saying to themselves? Because, you know, sometimes we can drive from point A to point B and we'd have been, we would have been thinking that whole time and we, we, we were not even aware of those thoughts. What and would that, that look like? So true. Um, most people, 60% of the time are on autopilot. I call it autopilot when they are not aware which direction they're going towards. And that is the whole reason why mindfulness, the whole uh, area of realm of mindfulness is so important because you do have to be mindful. You have to be mindful because you have a default program. That default program because you weren't paying attention, got programmed in a way that takes you invariably to the negative side, towards the problem. But if you are able to remain mindful for a certain period of time, you reprogram that default so that even when you zone out and you go on autopilot, you're going in the right direction. That's good. That's good. So tell us what's the most exciting or interesting or awesome thing that you've manifested personally in your own life uh, 
using the law of attraction? Oh my God, so many things. I actually keep a journal that I visit okay. at the end of the year where I write down because we, we forget the wonderful mm-hmm. things that happen in our life. Um, so in every aspect of my life, I can go through every aspect of my life. Let's take money, for example. Okay. From being completely broke and bankrupt, I went to owning five properties, rental income, passive streams of income, several of them. Um, my financial situation changed completely. And you use the law of attraction with that. So when you didn't have any money, you began to tell us what you did. I started paying attention to my inner guidance. Mm -hmm. If my inner guidance said jump, I would jump. I woke up and I said, universe, I will go wherever you want me to go, do whatever you tell me to do, speak to whoever you want me to speak with. No barriers. I am not going to have any complaints, no resistance. Just tell me what to do and I will do it. And when an an impulse came, I acted on it without questioning. So so what about other areas? um, You will give us one more area. For sure, for sure. Relationships. Within 30 days, I changed my thinking. Within 30 days, I manifested a beautiful relationship. So your thinking before was, so you had to have thinking and emotion about relationships. So your thinking before was what? Um, Before my thinking was relationships are uh, difficult. They are a problem. Um, It's a mixed bag. You don't know what you're going to get, right? I have children. I don't know if I can invite someone into my life Mm -hmm. who is going to understand um, my parenting philosophy. Um, I don't know that I want to attract someone who is not financially stable. You know, from from all of those thoughts, going to just saying, universe, you know what I want. Now bring him to me. That's good. I appreciate you sharing that. So how can we use the law of attraction with everything that's going on you know, with pandemic and, and COVID and people, you know, I know a lot of, I have a lot of listeners in Europe, giving a shout out to all those listeners in Europe and Africa, they're going back and forth. How can we deal with anxiety and stress and how does stress and anxiety and where it really impact the law of attraction from working? So many years ago, I I told you that I would give you examples from every aspect of my life. Many years ago, my health uh, used to be um, not the best. I was prone. If anything was floating in the air, I was going to be the first to get it. One day, and through my understanding of law of attraction, one day I had a self-talk session with myself. I coached myself. Mm -hmm. I said, I'm sick of being sick. I don't want to be sick anymore. I want to be healthy. And then I said to myself, you don't have to catch anything. Because the fact of the matter is, how do you know the air that you're breathing just now wasn't in a hospital two minutes ago? How do you know? You don't. don't. And nobody knows. 
So that means we are all breathing the same air and only some of us get sick. That means it doesn't have to do with the air, it has to do with the person. Gotcha. Right? And so this is how I think about the present situation going on with the pandemic is that you don't have to get it. My brother, so close to home, my brother got COVID. He has five children and a wife, none of whom got sick. So my question is, hmm, brother dear, what were you thinking that you attracted this? And so what it is, is fear. If you fear that you will be sick, you will be sick because fear is a magnet for negative things to happen. And I want to say to our listeners, we're not judging anybody for where you are in your consciousness. We're just laying out information. So what about people who feel anxious around maybe their job not being there anymore because things have shut down Would they use the same principle around their beliefs, around God is their source? What would that look like? If you've, been, if, if you've been working on a job for 20 years, that's all you know. And then because of the current situation, maybe that person's company has shifted, changed, shut down temporarily. What should they be thinking and feeling? The thing about this is that if you think that your prosperity can only come to you through one door, then you are limiting yourself. I'm getting ready to say hallelujah behind that. Keep talking. <laughs> so, and, and we do that in so many cases. Um, we say money must come to me through this job. And if I don't have this job, how will money flow? That's a negative thought. The, a positive thought would be to say, if money does not come to me through this job, that's okay, because my needs can still be looked after. There are so many other ways that the universe can look after me. And just trust that the means will arrive. The example that I used to give to myself and I give to other people now is, animals don't scream and shout and throw tantrums or go on strike and demonstrate that there's no food coming because food comes. They get looked after because there is a God, there is a universe, there is a higher power that if you submit to it, if you uh, surrender, what are you surrendering? You are surrendering your negative beliefs. You are sur surrendering your fight. You are surrendering your negative thinking. You're not surrendering your desire. You can never surrender your desire. And having trust and faith that things will always work out for you, no matter what, that is the key. Because as long as you keep thinking, I have to do something in order to make things work that's too much pressure. You don't have the resources that the universe has. You don't have the strength. You don't have the knowing that the universe has. Why not let someone who is bigger than you do the work that you need done? Yeah, I was sitting outside of my uh, home. I'm just sitting out there looking. And the little birds, they just came by. And I said to myself, oh, I got some 
I had some extra bread or something in there that I had gone out to eat the night before and I don't really eat a lot of bread and I just took it out there they didn't know that I was going to do that and in my own thinking there's a verse in the Bible says there's not a sparrow that falls to the ground that God is not aware of so we are made in the image and likeness of God so just like you said trust in God trust in the universe that things are going to work out exactly exactly so good yeah if we keep thinking that things will not work out they will not work out because that means you don't have faith you don't trust so lastly you have a 40-day law of attraction workout yes it's a i i created a workbook um i actually used to do law of attraction exercises and then fall off the bandwagon when life got busy and things Mm -hmm. got good I would stop and then one day I realized that I should not stop because when I stop things don't go as well so I created a checklist for things that I thought I should do every day Um, and then one day a client of mine needed help so I wanted to give her the checklist but then I had to add explanations with the checklist as to how she should use it Mm-hmm. so it became a rudimentary workbook she had phenomenal success with it i love I workbooks <laughs> exactly so then i expanded the workbook even more made it deeper so that people didn't need me to explain to them how the exercises worked and that's how the unlimited 40 day law of attraction workbook came into being and um I then created, so I I created the workbook. It started having phenomenal results. The reviews on Amazon were amazing. So then I thought, oh, uh, I should create a Facebook group to help those people who are doing the workout so that I can answer their questions and help them along. So I created a Facebook group. Awesome. Give us one thing out of the workbook, a law of attraction exercise that listeners can do and then we're going to ask for your uh, website so they can purchase that but give us one exercise out of that book for sure um so the exercise is three things i'm going to do today and three things i want the universe to do for me today three things that i am going to do today is an exercise that creates self-worth when you put something on that list and you complete that task and congratulate yourself at the end of the day for having done it, you create self-worth because you kept a commitment to yourself. That's good. And then you ask for three things the universe will help you with. That creates trust. So you ask three little things for the universe to help you with today. And at the end of the day, you celebrate the help that you got from the universe. So you get in the habit of asking the universe for help every day and trusting that the help will come. Yeah, that's really good. Give us your website. You are a wealth of knowledge. I'm going to have to have you back uh, for for another um, interview. How can people find you? What about your coaching? What services do you offer, et cetera? My website is zmahoon, so Z-M-A-H-O-O-N.com. And zmahoon is my handle through all, uh, across all Mm -hmm. social media. Um, What I offer, so you can get the workbook, join the 
free group where um, I provide assistance with people who are doing the workbook. Mm -hmm. I also have a program which is a paid program where I am available uh, to hold Q&A, live Q&A over Zoom every weekend. And I also do a talk about law of attraction concepts every morning. Um, and then of course, there is also one-on-one -on -one work, which you know you can, if, if that was what you wanted, most certainly that is also something that is available. So do you have a podcast? Are you thinking about doing a podcast or? Um, or, or right now you're just appearing on uh, podcast platforms? I am mostly doing guest appearances. Mm -hmm. I do have a podcast. It's called Unlimited Life, um, but it is not something that I do on a regular, consistent basis. It does have over 100 episodes on it now. Um, and uh, as and when I have the time, I go there and I record something, but it's not consistent. I also have a YouTube channel um, where I post when I feel inspired. Yeah. None of the things that I do are done because I do it like a, you know, on road because it's, it's mm -hmm. mandatory. I do things that I enjoy doing. You know, that's so good. Cause somebody asked me, do you post every day? I say, I only post when I feel inspired. Exactly. When I get a download. And so uh, I'm just so glad that we connected. You have a wealth of information. Uh, listeners, I'm going to strongly encourage you to go to her website. She knows what she's talking about with the law of attraction. Y'all know I've interviewed everybody and God around the law of attraction, but I love the way that she really taps into your emotions. Not a lot of people really uh, emphasize that as much, much as you did. And I think it's so needed. So thank you much for your gift that you're sharing to the world. Uh, this has just been a great interview. So, so give us one last thing. What would be one last thing you would say to listeners all over the world today? I would say to listeners all over the world, find love in your heart. Love is the answer. Dr. Wayne Dyer's beautiful words, no matter what the question, love is the answer. Wow. Everybody, uh, that's it. So as I say every week, uh, get happy, stay happy, be happy, and see what happens. Make a decision to have a great week, everybody. Thank you for listening to Think, Believe, and Manifest. Constance Arnold will be back next week with another great show just for you. For more information, please visit fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Switching to GEICO is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, GEICO makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to GEICO, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. 
you're better than that. Well, GEICO has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to GEICO. It's obviously a good idea.